Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio ZSL Podcast. My goodness, I hope this day is bringing you joy, baby. Man, we are just before Christmas. And although, listen, I am not religious. I respect everyone's faith. I respect whatever everyone's beliefs are. But boy, I swear there is something very magical with this time at the end of the year. Because a lot of people like to let up, but boy, I let loose. Okay, I continue driving at home, and this is a great time for me to figure out what are my next biggest goals going into next year. You know, uh, am I going to do the licensed transformation coaching program? Um, how can I up the ante and become a better, well, soon to be husband, a better be- uh, fiance, a better coach, a better teacher? So many different things. And this all culminates into what we've been talking about over the past couple of weeks, I guess you could say, in regards to coaching. And it's all about developing that inner coach. And also, I think, perspective, not just yours. You need to be able to look at it from different vantage points so you can have a greater perspective. See, a lot of people, they say perspective and all these other pseudo coaches and Mickey Mouse coaches online, they talk about perspective, but they never talk about having people in your life who have a different perspective from you. So a way you see a situation and another way that someone sees the situation and you go, well, that's interesting. It's a totally different thing now, is it? So this is what I really, really, really love about obviously coaching and just, you know, improving my overall self-improvement and my personal development because it gives me new insights and revelations. So with that being said, remember in our last podcast, the guy was literally grilling the girl, Cassie. Okay, I told you that there are a lot of people or there are a lot of people out there that who should just not be coaches. Okay, they are terrible. And (laughs) listen, when you have people around you like that, it's it's no wonder a lot of people fail. And I don't know if I had shared you guys this story, but, you know, one of my Facebook memories had come up recently and I saw my inner circle, the circle who I was around very closely, uh, maybe probably early December of 2014, about eight years ago. And it was terrifying knowing that I had people bitch at me and complain and be rude to me and just a number of different things. And I was like, no wonder that coming off just two months before that I had, I was like in deep depression because obviously Trying to get a job as an African-American eight years ago was very difficult. Now, of course, I am my own entity and I create jobs and I don't work for anyone else, which is such a beautiful thing. Of course, just working for the visa, work from a place that I'm currently sitting at right now. But, you know, your social circle is everything. And having people around you who are very inspirational and people who make you see things differently and challenge you in a sense that, hey, if I catch you always complaining, complaining, I'm going to call you out and say, okay, so what are we going to do about that poor ass boss? What are we going to do about you waking up in the morning on Monday, crying and moping and complaining about all the bad things in the world, but you are making no, that you're literally making no choice to better in your life. That's the type, those are the types of people you need to have around. And that's a coach essentially. So What we're going to do now, we're going to hear a better version of what we had heard before, okay? And this isn't obviously what's going to be happening, uh, what what had happened before, 
was a disaster, right? He ended up grilling her. He gave her no positive feedback. And again, both you and I, we have been there and done that. Absolutely 1000%. But now let's look at a better version and let's look at how he goes through with it. Not only that, but the way she sums up her presentation too, this could be very, very impactful for a lot of you out there. So without further ado, let's dive in. So in conclusion, let me just summarize the main points. Over the last two years, our costs have increased significantly. Unfortunately, we expect them to continue to increase. Despite successful fundraising campaigns this year, our overall level of funding continues to fall. In addition, tax changes and the weakening pound have reduced our capacity to fund overseas projects. The bottom line is this, unless we can find additional sources of funding, our ability to fight water-related disease will decrease, and that means more children in East Africa will be at risk. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope I've convinced you that the lottery should increase its grant to Blue Rock. I'll be happy to answer your questions. I see that was excellent. Really, really good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, to tell the truth, Sue gave me some help over the weekend. Did she now? That was kind of a... She gave me some help too, actually. Look, I owe you an apology, Cassie. I was much too hard on you on Friday. No, it's all right. I know you just wanted to improve the presentation, and I have to admit, it was rubbish. <laughs> no, it just needed a bit of polishing, that's all. But I shouldn't have been so aggressive. I'm sorry about that. Anyway, you've made a huge improvement. Really? Did you think it was all right? Definitely. Have you got a few minutes to talk about it now? Yeah, sure. All right, um, you go first. How did you feel about it? Well, overall, much better. I think the structure was a lot clearer, um, but maybe it was a bit too long? No, not at all. It was just the right length. Oh, right. Well, what did you think? Well, there were lots of really good points. The structure was fine, like you said. You were confident. You looked comfortable. Having the, the pointer in your hand was a really good idea. And your voice was better. Much more authoritative, more in control. That'll make a really good impression. Thanks, Peter. And the ending was really clear. You did a good job there. Oh, thank you for being so positive. What about the negatives? What didn't you like? Actually, there's only really one question in my mind. I just wonder whether we still have too many slides. Yeah, I thought about that too. I, I wanted to cut two or three, but I wasn't sure which ones. Maybe there's a couple of places we can condense two slides into one. Should we have a look through them together? Yeah. And there it is. So again, how did he end up approaching it? And I love it because he's like, how do you feel that you did? And that's what I always ask my students. I always ask my students. And before I even go into, co uh, what is it, you know, coaching in general, I would have to say that, you know, some of the biggest uh, questions that I asked him is like, okay, so how did you feel about your last test? Uh, how was your writing last time? And just basically identifying where they were and where they need to be. And so by the time they come up into the last session, they end up, you know, it's no problem whatsoever. And it's always the how to, that's a high performance way of going about asking questions and just developing it over and over and over and so you know just like um what is it daniela she took the toefl for the first time and just recently she got a 26 in her listening 19 in her reading now again i don't like the teens 
But considering that she got a 19 and reading on her first time, that is massive. Again, having her, you know, she took the test in Los Angeles, California, where they give very, very good neutral scores as opposed to other places that literally favor other people's names based on their demographic and where they're from. You see what I mean? So with that being said, again, going back to the whole coaching aspect of it, I always would ask my students how to, how to, how to. Like, okay, how can we make this better? And anytime they start drifting and they end up becoming stressed in this and that, I'm like, but how can we make it better? What do we need to do today to get this to where it needs to be? And that's called developing an inner coach. That's the most important aspect of it. And so when you have a coach that steers you in the right direction, develops that inner coach in you, so you can always ask the how-to, that's when your life ultimately ends up changing. So with that being said, people, we're going to be talking about promoting ideas coming up in the next session. But towards the end of the year, I'm going to be introducing, I just had the idea, the idea right now, a nice little coaching segment. Now, remember I used to tell, you know, I told you about uh, the sales podcast and everything like that, but I'm going to introduce a little bit of coaching. It might be at the end of this year, or it's going to be, well, literally like within a week, I guess you could say, or it's going to be coming up. Um, what is it? Uh, at the beginning of next year, meaning one of the first podcasts. So with that being said, people, thanks so much for tuning in. And I'll be seeing you guys in the next episode. I'm your host, as always, over and out.